Welcome to Pest Control Millionaire, episode zero. In this podcast, we interview business owners in the service industry. We dive deep into their secrets to success. We talk about operations, marketing, sales, mindset, and just the overall lifestyle of an entrepreneur. And with that, we are going to introduce the pest control millionaire himself, Jonas Olson. How are you doing today, Jonas? I'm good. How are you, James? I am doing wonderful. It's a little chilly outside. I guess the I guess we can just get started. I guess the main question that everybody's going to um, want to know is, how did you get started? Well, it uh, takes you back what, 12, 13 years now. I actually started in my grandma's backyard with a, with a push mower. And I didn't have enough money to actually go buy one. So my grandpa gave me a mower that he had. Um, I think it was an Aaron's old Aaron's like little, like uh, it was a pretty cool model. Like it had like the swivel wheels on the front so you could turn a little easier. And then my aunt and uncle gave me a, um, old echo string trimmer. So <laughs> then I just, uh, started mowing my grandma's yard after school once a week. And then from there, I mean, the question is, did your grandma pay you for that? Yeah, I think they actually did. Um, we <laughs> might know they gave you the mower. Well, I think we might have traded mowers, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mower, the mower for, for cutting the grass. Business, yeah, and, and then from there, um, I actually started knocking doors. Okay. Like I, I remember getting their neighbor to the right. I got their neighbor to the left, and then the neighbor on the corner. And then across the street, in one house over, uh, I got her name was Trudy, <laughs> and I still remember that from 13 years ago. And started cutting her lawns. So I was doing like four or five lawns a day, you know, a week, I guess. And then, yeah, kind of just history from there. But that's when the real cash flow started to come. Oh yeah, in. definitely. Was four yeah. or five businesses, oh, yeah. or four or five houses across the street. Definitely had a lot of money then. No, I was broke as a joke. But actually, then as a young kid, you you know, doing four or five, six lawns a week is just a little extra money on the weekend. Oh yeah, absolutely. And so you know, when I was young, I had money too. But then, like you know, I started. It's just kind of what I did. That's how I grew the business from day one. Like I wasn't afraid to talk to people, mm-hmm. and I would just go knock doors and just keep getting more neighbors. And then from there, you know, I finally saved up enough money. You know, I, after I graduated high school, I went to college, did all that, and then I got a full time job, and I was working Monday through Thursday, and then I would just mow my lawns from Thursday through Sunday. And so I saved up enough money to buy actually my first nice gravely zero turn. And I got my first account. And that one account, a friend called me and said, hey, you know, I, I can't take on this big account. Are you interested in it? And I said, sure, come look at it. And so I went down to their office and they showed me their office. I'm like, oh, this is a pretty big account. It's really cool. It's yeah. my first commercial account. And they said, hey, would you want to take care of our houses too? So started at one house of the business owner and the other business owner's house. Um, and I started mowing their lawns as well. And what's really cool is that the that first customer I ever had like that big is actually still a customer of the business now. To the state 12, 13 years later. Yeah, and I crazy. sold that business a uh, year and a half ago. But it was just really cool because they were with me from the very beginning till, till I sold it. And yeah, that's just kind of how it really got started. That's awesome. That's awesome. So you were going towards more commercial like your first actual account that you would count was like your commercial account yeah that was like, like the breaking that, that point like for the, you that was, that was still the, working another job yeah and then once i um once i started getting those type of accounts i realized you know pretty fast that i'm making way more money 
than my, you were working your Thursday through Sunday than <laughs> yeah. I was working nine to five. And I was making a good living back then. Yeah. You know, a young kid at 22 or 23 years old at this time making like 25 bucks an hour. Yeah. Um, was it really good back then, you know? So I left a big, pretty big job. I just had a kid and I was traveling a lot. I didn't really want to be gone that much. I didn't want to miss my kids growing up. Mm-hmm. So I decided to just jump in full time. And that's when, you know, how many years did you do that for? Was it just like a year span? Or? No, I did that for two years. Yeah, okay. I, I, I work Monday through Thursday, and I travel home, and I work Thursday through Sunday for about two years until I got enough clients where, like I said, it you was just... You could just do that. Yeah, so where I could just do that Friday. full-time. Okay. Then for a while, it was just myself and I, and I think it was me and a truck for probably two years until I started getting really busy, mm-hmm. and word of mouth got around, and then I hired my one of my first guys, and then there was two of us in a truck. For another couple of years. So four years total yeah. at this point. Okay. Yeah. So I took like four or five years to like um, getting kind of rolling, got enough equipment, mm-hmm. had my truck and just one trailer, a couple of trucks. and. So some people consider that owning a job. Oh, for sure. Correct? Yeah, absolutely. I would like yeah. to say that myself. So how did you go from owning a job to actually owning a business that produces the cash flow that you felt was necessary for yourself to live? Yeah, that's a good question. So the biggest thing for me is I was super frustrated. Like I was a guy in a truck working 50, 60, 70, 80 hours. Probably working more than you were at your nine to five job. And, you know, just mowing a couple hundred lawns a week or whatever. But it was all on paper. It was uh, super frustrating. Like I was using like Excel spreadsheets back then. Yeah. And it was just, I was super frustrated with just the way that it was going. I knew that there had to be a better way. Like, mm-hmm. there's no way. Like, how, how the heck do you hire people? Like, how do you, how do you grow this thing without you being in it? Mm-hmm. And so I finally started searching, because out of pure frustration, I started searching for software to make things start running a little bit more smooth. And back then, things were just starting to come online, basically. Yeah. You know? What and year was that? That's probably, probably a difficult question. No, probably 2009, 10. Okay. Somewhere in there. Like everything was starting to come online at that time. Yeah. And I, like I said, out of pure frustration, I just started searching on Google, you know, um, while we're you know, lawn care softwares. Yeah. And then I had a lawn care software pop up, and there's some guy talking, and I was like, oh, this looks pretty cool. And I ended up uh, buying that that night. Like, this looks really cool. They like, you know, it's like a CRM where you can you make your schedule Monday through Friday. You know, you could get collect emails. What does CRM mean? Like a client relations management system. Okay. And where you can just put all your people in there. Yeah. Right. So then, like, say, oh, Sally Smith is on there, and she's on route A for Monday. You know. Yep. yep. And it just made everything a little bit easier. Keep track of it a little bit. Yeah, and then like after I after I was done with work, I'd have to come home, like do all the billing through QuickBooks. Yeah. And so I was spending like 10 hours in the field and another three hours trying to build stuff at night. Trying to collect the money that you just did. Yeah. And then like it just is super complicated business. Mm-hmm. Like and that's where I think a lot of companies fail because people will fire you if you don't build them on time. Some companies will wait, you know, 30, 60, 90 days to even to bill you. And then all of a sudden you get a bill for three months worth of work. And You're like, obviously they don't like that. Yeah. People are like, what in the world's going on yeah. here? So that's just kind of how like it all started, and I think the biggest things back then were just answering my phone, mm-hmm. like that simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they leave voicemails, get back to them. 
Mm-hmm. And that's what I would do. I would just make sure that I got back to everyone in my voicemail and just because a lot of people just don't answer the phone. They get too busy. Mm-hmm. And then once I got into that CRM, it was like, well, this is way easier. You know, like with the touch of a button, I could charge everyone's credit they card. They created like meet. an actual business yeah. like where you can. You know, and I mean, it just made things a little bit more smoother. I wouldn't say that it created a business at that point. It just made it scalable. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, so like. Clicker you could, faster. Yeah, easier. you can. You know, you can, it's on mobile, so you can like give someone else your, you know, login where they can see their routes, then mm-hmm. you go do. And then I guess from there is when I found my first business mentor, you know, I uh, was through that CRM. They had uh, an academy, they called it. Mm-hmm. And it just to show you how to go from most, I think we were doing like 200000 in revenue, we were doing $50,000 in revenue at which, that point. Yeah, which, which is, is good. Yeah, yeah it's not bad. Especially where we're from. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're with two people, you know. Yeah. But like, you, like you're always wondering like where the money's at, and where it goes, and I didn't really know anything about business until I found a coach, mm-hmm. and then that's when, you know, life changed. Life changed absolutely. Like, yeah. it uh, it was there's just there's so much that you don't know. You just mm-hmm. don't know what you don't know, and you find someone who's been there, done it, and been through all the problems and challenges, and then it's, it's been on the other side, mm-hmm. and he's in our industry. It just made things like super easy. A lot easier. Yeah, a lot easier. When you talk about like, so you talk about, you know, like leading up to this and how like some businesses fail, some businesses are successful. Like what was like that whole time in the back of your mind, like what was fueling your fire? Like why were you out there doing it when you could have just been like comfortable doing this nine to five job that everybody, you know, yeah. the rat race, I guess <laughs> people fall into. Yeah, they, um, I don't know, I was a super ADD. As a kid, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I can, yeah, I, I still can, am ADD. I can vouch for that. Still ADD. Uh, I never was actually diagnosed with ADD. I just know myself. <laughs> yeah, as I am, just hyper. Again. Yeah, hyper, and just it's hard for me to focus on certain things. And so I was just like that kid who I was a big dreamer. Yeah. Like ever since I was little, I felt like I was going to do big things. I didn't know how I was going to get there. I didn't have a vehicle to take me there. If that makes sense. And so I was like kind of defiant. You know, I was just trying to find my way and you know i think throughout my life it that question changed you know when i first got started it's probably just because i wanted didn't want to work for anyone else yeah you know i didn't want to live out of town uh on the road you know drinking every weekend like and every night like they did and that's just not the lifestyle i wanted to live i just had a kid so i want to be around her more you know and and then as that you know that got hard you know um, and then you have to find different things that fuel you. And so like that fuel of like wanting to do big things and having a kid. And then it got to the point where like, you know, I wanted to help other people become successful. And then to the point where like I have these major goals now mm-hmm. and, you know, my dad just passed away. So like his legacy, you know, like making sure that gets fulfilled. And Something like, it's, that's yeah. On, right? So I think it just changes, um, throughout your career of mm-hmm. why you're out there. But those are fuel me and my kids, of course, you know, I have three daughters. They fuel me to get up and do the best that I can every day. And then, so that's was my why for a long time. And now part of my why is, you know, um, continue my dad's legacy and then continue my kids legacy. Yeah. yeah. Chills when you said that. Um, I guess getting into like the business side of things, what is, I mean, everybody kind of wants to know the pest control millionaire himself. Like what, what does it take to build a million dollar business? Uh, another good question, (laughs) Uh, but there's a lot to that question. 
I mean, the million dollars, it's just kind of like one of those things that people think is way bigger than what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, every small business wants to get $2 million. And first it's 100000 then it's 500000 then it's 750000 then it's a million. And the number isn't really that big once you get there. You're like, man, I, I guess I thought it would be way different, you know, than what it really is. But <laughs> to get to that point, it just takes um, people. You know, it takes the right people. It takes um, systems, you know, process and procedures for coaching, sure. Coaching, networking. Yeah, coaching, networking is probably the biggest thing that impacted my life. Like we talked about a little bit ago, just finding that right coach Yeah. to guide you through, you know, all the ups and downs through the business and not just the business itself, but, you know, the personal side of things too and helping you coach you through that. So, like, to the million dollars mark, like I said, it just takes people, process, procedures, that which will make it scalable, right? Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, you know you'll, you'll need people, like I said, in the office. You need people that are doing operations. You need people that are doing the, everything. Everything. So, yeah. Every, every part of the business. And then you just got to get good at sales. You got to get, get good at marketing. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to get good at a lot of things. And so, mm-hmm. for a while, as the owner, you're wearing so many hats, like, that's what they say. You're, you're, you're sitting in so many seats at that time. And for when you're first starting out, you're carrying all the hats. Yep. And to scale, you can't you can't wear every single hat. You have to have someone over all operations. You have to have someone over sales. Mm. You have to have someone over HR. You have to have over marketing. So you just got to start building that team. Just right around that. Handing out the hats to yeah. all the different people, kind of. And I think once you get to like that $750,000 in revenue is when you're going to have to start really relying on more people. You know, at least have one person in the office mm. and... You know, we talked a little bit earlier about like going from owning a business or from a job to a business. And that's about that transition from $750,000, maybe a million right in there where you have to start delegating more, hire mm-hmm. more people and then have systems and stuff like that. So you can scale past that. Back to the part where you said, you know, you hit like 100000 then you hit 250000 500000 I just want you to. You know, we've been friends for a long time. I just want you to tell the viewers basically what you told me when you were when you were young and you were first just starting out about the hundred thousand dollar mark. Yeah, when I hired my first employee, we were under a hundred thousand dollars, and I remember saying, thinking, and saying, if I could just get my business to a hundred thousand dollars a year, mm-hmm. like I'll have made it. <laughs> yeah. And so, but I didn't know any better, you know. Yeah. And so. Thinking back to those days, uh, it's humbling for sure. Which know? it is a, a good, obviously, like a goal to set, but you kind of want to set those goals a little bit higher. Right? Oh, so yeah, for sure. And like, w- But like, you didn't know back then. I didn't. And so through each stage, you're going to have different goals too. And, mm. you know, I remember a couple of years ago, I was talking to a friend and we were just talking about, you know, business was growing fast, but not fast enough. We still want faster. He's like, he's like, I understand what you're saying, but think about this. You know, you're doing more revenue a week now than you were an entire year back then. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. That was also only like three or four years ago. So you're like, yeah, yeah I guess we're doing yeah. pretty good, you know? Yeah, that definitely, yeah, that brings me to my next question. You know, you talk about like how you were, you know, a couple years, a couple, I mean, four or five years ago, you were doing X amount of money and now you're doing X amount of money. You know, what did it take? Like, not only did you build a business that like, you know, a million dollars, everybody's like, oh, great, a million dollars, you know, and not only did you build a business to a million dollars, the amount of time you did it to a million dollars is something that's just, I don't know, pretty yeah. much unheard of without somebody just throwing money at you, I guess you would yeah. say. So how did you build a million dollar business in 18 months? I mean, that's how long it took you. So it's a, a good question, but like it goes back to like the first business. Like it took me 10, 
I think eight years, basically. Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah, six to eight years to finally hit a million dollars. And Well, that was over. Yeah. You, you made a million dollars in 10 years, essentially. No, like, I, I made more money than that. But, like, to have my business do $1 million in revenue in a year, in a year took me, like, six to eight years somewhere in there. Okay. But, you know, it's just, like, that school of hard knocks, so finding that coach, going in and learning and just do learn as much as you possibly can about your business and your industry. Mm-hmm. And if they came in now and said, hey, we're taking your business away from you, they could take away all the trucks. They could take away all the money. They could take away all the people. They could take away everything. Mm-hmm. But they can't take away what's up in my brain. Yeah. So you when just I, do it again. So I can just do it again. And that's yeah. what I did when I, I was in an industry that I really liked, but I wasn't doing the services that were the most profitable. And I felt like I was really, really good at my job. So in order to get the best return on my investment, I wanted to have the most profitable business model there was. Yeah, investing your time yeah. into the right. right so I ended up selling my old company. You know, I did well with that. And I had to start over. But I had a little bit of cash, you know, and then I had all the knowledge. Yeah. And so, you know, within an 18-month period, we went from zero, basically, to, you know, a multi-million dollar company. Yeah. Um in like 18 months so it's fast and yeah people are kind of shocked about that but which it was a new industry for you to go into so essentially you built yeah up. it was a new industry but it was r- roughly the same service and things like that so most service industries are about the same yeah you know they're different of course nuances yeah. equipment and things like that but you know as far as sales and marketing customer base yeah. customer base they're relatively all the same yeah so just taking what i learned in business one and applying that to business two with the correct model Mm-hmm. And I felt like I had the wrong model, you know, for before. A long, yeah, before, before. Okay. I felt like I had the wrong model to scale it as fast as I could. Mm-hmm. Just way more overhead and way more equipment breakdowns. It took more people to make uh, less revenue per truck, <laughs> yeah. per route. So yeah. finding the right model was a big thing. And you know, I did that for 10 years. And like I said, I just came to the realization like, okay, I love this industry mm-hmm. and I love the people in this industry. But I just wanted the best services that made the most money that give me the best investment of my time. And, you know, so without a good team, you know, building that team fast, I couldn't have done it, you know, by myself. Yeah. So just finding the right people that have the right mindset, that have the right work ethic, the right, have the right vision, that they're, that they're bought into your company, like mm-hmm. things like that, that it just takes finding the right people in through coaching and things like, like that. It's how I developed my skills there. And yeah, that's just kind of how we grew extremely fast. Yeah. So. I think one of the biggest things that stood out to me, just like through you and everything like that, when you, when you talk about, you know, how they can take everything from you and then you're still going to do it. Yeah. And I think it's important for people to know that like he doesn't know everything in the world. Like, but the biggest, one of the biggest things about Jonas is just like while he's doing it, like he's not going to sit there and, you know, just figure everything out before he does. He's going to go do it and learn along the way. Yeah. So essentially like tell him a little bit how like you kind of got to go out on a whim to like achieve these things, I guess you would say. Yeah. Like Like, you're not going to know everything, but you're going to learn along the way. Yeah. And you know, it takes a little while to get good at anything. And yeah. Anything that's worthwhile is going to be hard. Mm-hmm. And But I'm not one that's not going to go out and do it myself and learn how to do it and become a master at my skill before I can show someone else. So I'm not going to tell someone to go do something that I would never do myself. Yeah. 
So just going in and like the way my brain operates, it's hard to explain. But when I when I want to do something, it won't shut off. And I will do whatever I can to stay up as late as I can or wake up as early as I can until I figure that one thing out. Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of how I operate. And so every time that I get into something, I deep dive in hardcore and then like I become really good at a bunch of different things. I'm not an expert at all of them. But I also have the right people in the right places and the right seats. You handle out ex- the right hats. Yeah. To the and right they're experts in their field, and it makes my job way easier. Yeah, just yeah. going and getting it, essentially. Yeah. You were just talking to the camera guy, Dalton, about it. Yeah. About how he was asking you, like, what? like it can wait till later. And you're like, no, I got to do it now. Yeah. Like, and, it's got to happen now. <laughs> and a lot of people, like, procrastinate because they want to wait till everything's perfect. They really do. Like, oh, I got to have this, and I got to have this, and I got to have this. And, you know, Dalton and I have had this conversation before. He's like, well, we should wait. I'm like, no. Let's just do it. I mean, 80% is still better than nothing. Yeah. And you're, we're still doing more than 99% of the people who are out there. Yeah, it's not perfect yet, but we'll we'll go, 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 until something breaks. We'll go back and fix it. Go, go, go. Come back. Yeah, just basically re- yeah. helping you reach those next levels. And it's just like in business, whether we're doing a podcast or whether we're doing interviews or they're doing the actual, our business itself, like that's just how we operate. We go, 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 go. We learn, we fix it, when it breaks, we go again. Yeah, we just jump the hurdles yeah. along the way, I yeah. guess you would say. Um, if you, you know, this kind of ties into me as well, but like if you were a new guy just starting out, like what, like how would you, like if you could go back and do it differently, essentially, yeah. would you do it differently or how would you do it? Yeah, for sure. I mean, if you're if I'm just starting out and I'm wanting to go get clients, um, one thing I would do, obviously, you got to make sure you're certified, licensed, whatever you are in your field. But then if you want to go get customers, it's simple. Yeah. Like literally, like I already explained it. Go on Google. Get your, get Google my business set up. It's free. It's basically like a website. Go talk to your neighbors, go talk to your family members, everyone that you know, and go do your service them for free. And then you're like, well, why would I do it for free? Like, because all you're going to ask them for in return is, what do you think? More business. Reviews. Oh, reviews, I guess. Yeah, you can do that. Ask for reviews. Get them. If you go do 10, 15 people, ask them for reviews is all you want in return. You know, they'll post the reviews. Now, when you go talk to other neighbors and you can show them their reviews, like, hey, look, I do this in my service. This is what I offer. These are our reviews. And I do it for free. It's even better. Give no, us I'm a shot. Yeah. You know? And then, yeah. so that's where I would start. Like, literally, make sure you have all your ducks in a row with insurance and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and your license. And then just literally just walk down the street and talk to neighbors, talk to people, talk to your friends. You know, you'll be, you'll be, any, any of your friends will let you do for free. Yeah. But as soon oh, yeah. as you ask them to start paying for their service, <laughs> it's usually. <laughs> they're all gone. Yeah, usually yeah. they're gone. But that's just how you do it. Like I said, just that simple. Go talk to the neighbors. Go talk to relatives. Ask for a review. Do it for free. Take those reviews with you and go talk to the next neighbor, the next neighbor. Say, hey, this is what I do. Mm-hmm. Use our reviews. Give us a shot. It's that simple. And pretty soon you'll have 10, 15, 20 customers. And if you're willing to put in the work. You know, by the end of a summer, you could probably, or 100 days. I think in 100 days, you get 100 clients. I mean, Easy. I know for sure. Easy, yeah. But for a young kid that's really wants to hustle and grind, yeah, you could get 100, 200 clients within 100 days. Yeah. For sure. And I think it ties into, like, what we've talked about in the past, too. kind of just popped into my head. Like, in order to achieve these things, like, you know, like, me and you working together, even like from the beginning, like in your lawn care business, you know, when you ask like what fuels your fire and like, why did, like I asked you, like, why did it keep like 
why did you keep going? You mm. know what I mean? Like you truly have to buy into yourself. Yeah. Like and what you want to do. Like would you say that was a big part of like what made you start out? Yeah. And like I said, I always knew that I was meant for big things. Mm-hmm. You know, like you never know which part of the generation that you're in. Like so you gotta look back to like your legacy and you might be the person who is gonna breed your kid, son or daughter that's gonna be the next president. Yeah. You just, just don't know. Me. You don't know where you're lining up in your lineage. So you know, my dad didn't know that he was going to have me and, you know, and, and that what I was going to do. Mm-hmm. And same thing. My grandpa didn't know he was going to have my dad, what my dad did. My dad was the number, like, my dad raced endurance horses mm-hmm. and was number one in the entire world. Like, only, like, 100 people have ever done that in the world. <laughs> yeah. So he didn't know that. And so it's like, you don't know where you're going to line up in that lineage and who's going to do what. But, yeah, just like, so I always had my uh, belief that I was going to do big things. I know my parents believed in me. My dad is the one who, like, was always like, yeah, just chase your dreams, kid. And he really pushed me to be, you know, become the best version of myself. So, uh, yeah, I just say that it just it's a mindset thing. Like, this world is one. Well, you have to buy into it, yeah. Yeah, it's a 100% mindset. Th- mm-hmm. This whole world is. So if you can get that one thing right, that mind that mindset shift, and just say, like, hey, I'm going to be the best and no one's going to stop me, like, it's it's no one's gonna stop yeah, you and, and then it, it ties right back into knowing people like you, yeah once you get there, and i think that i told bottom. you guys both this like i write down my goals every single day mm-hmm. every morning and every single night mm-hmm. and so i do it for 2022 i did it for 2023 i do it for 2025 and then the ultimate end game and i wrote down my goals every single day for the past year morning and night and there's not one goal that i didn't hit this year mm-hmm. and some of them weren't even because of just me mm-hmm. like i had other people that had to say we're going to vote for Jonas for this award and blah 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 the things that I wanted to do personally which you had no control over but had control over yeah I mean time. I had to put in the work yeah. right and yeah. I had to make it happen but it, it was no control at the end mm-hmm. and so maybe that's not a good thing maybe it's a bad thing and I felt like I stretched myself on those goals mm-hmm. um, so just writing down your goals every day is super helpful it's a mindset shift too of the things that you want to get done every day and if you keep those goals in front of you every day and you look at them every day and you write them like you're gonna hit them yeah you set goals like yearly goals like 22 23 yeah. 25 but you also set you know i guess you would call them micro goals for yeah. like every single day yeah so, so and you want to hit those in a day so that's 24 hours you got yeah so they this is nothing new it's nothing earth shattering but Maybe people that are watching this don't know because I like to read a lot of books. And um, basically, you're just going to write down the five things that you want to get done for the day. Mm-hmm. And the hardest thing to do of those five, you're going to do first. The thing that's going to move the needle the most. And then, you know, second, third, fourth, and fifth. And if you don't get all of them done, not a big deal. But as long as you get three of those five days, I consider that a win. And I put the next two things on the list for the next day. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's a lot of those micro goals like day in and day out that um we're almost like a habit at that point that get you to your bigger goals yeah yeah it's pretty awesome yeah i guess that's i don't really know have any other questions to be honest with you yeah but like there's more than just like just the business life when it comes to habits too right you got to take care of yourself no you gotta have your mind right you gotta have your body right you know, so those habits where they say to go to the gym every morning, like that's just something that I do. But I've done it on such a routine. Cause that's the way I am. Like I'm just like a creature of habit. Like I just have the same habits and the same routine and it's just stay consistent. Right. Mm-hmm. You want to go lose weight? That's not that hard. Go to the gym mm-hmm. 45 minutes a day. It might 
take you six, seven, eight weeks for you to start to notice it. But then weeks nine, 10, 12, 15, mm-hmm. you're like, man, that's all I had to do. Like to lose that much weight, like heck yeah, I can do it. You go two years from now, you're still doing the same thing two years from now, the same habits. You're going to look back at those two years and like you're, you're going to literally say, that's all I had to do for to two years that. to achieve what I have now. Like absolutely, I would do that again. Yeah, that's, and you and I had the conversation. Yeah, you asked me as soon as, you know, we were done kind of wrapping things up, you were like, okay, so how much money did you make this summer? And like, of course, the boss doesn't even know how much money he paid me. But he's like, would you do that again in that amount of time? And it's like, you know, during it, you're, you know, you go through all these like mindset, like head battles and you're just like, you're almost like against yourself in the way. And then like you push through it, you feel better because of it. You know, you get the money reward on the other end, but then you look back at it and you're like, why was I struggling that bad? Like, it wasn't like I was struggling, but it's like, why, why were you beating yourself up? Why were you, you know, not doing the things that you want to do every day? And, you know, you lack some days, you push the next days, but at the end of the day, it's all an end game. That's right. And it's not, it's not even about the money at the, it's about who you're becoming through the process. Yeah. As a person. Yeah. So we're going to hit our numbers no matter what, eventually. Right. Mm -hmm. That's our goals. We're just going to do it. But it's like who you're coming along the way. And how much I've changed from five years ago or even two years ago mm-hmm. or a year ago. And to constantly get better to be the best version of Jonas than I possibly be, if not for my, you know, for myself, mm-hmm. for my kids, for my relationships, you know, family and things like that. So again, it's not all about the money, it's just a person that you get to become along the way. The money is just a tool. Yeah, and that's I mean, you look at like what I asked you earlier about how you built a million dollar business in eighteen months. Like those eighteen months, like I was with you from the beginning. That's pretty much when I started. And yeah. Like just learning from you, like the lifestyle changes that you've made and like like you said, it's not even really like about the money at this point. It's just like who you want to become, how you're gonna be remembered. I think that's been, you know, the biggest impact you've had on me as like pretty much my coach. Yeah. Is just like who I've become like people, you know, not in the beginning, you look at it and in the beginning, you know, nobody even noticed like yeah. really at all. And then they look at you now, they look at me now and they're like, wait, what are you, what are you doing? Like, why are you doing that? You know what I mean? Cause it's like, you just improve so much over those 18 months, but you don't even, I mean, you see obviously changes in yourself, but having other people recognize that and see that is kind of the biggest thing. It's kind of cool for, yeah, see. for sure. So, um, I'll ask you a question. Because, you know, people are watching this that like they might be just starting out. Yeah. Uh, how valuable do you think my coaching was for you? And I've never asked this question. No, we've never even talked about that. But yeah. I think that's the funniest part is, is like even, you know, my fiance, my my dad, my mom, like you've known my family for a long time, but you, you know, you haven't been a part of my life for really that long. And mm-hmm. like, you know, when my, when I first started this, I think the best way to tell it is honestly a story to be sure. honest with you. Yeah. It's you you know, my, <laughs> my dad, I was talking to him about, you know, Jonas and like Jonas reached out to me and he was like, Hey, like, I just kind of want to go and I want to, I, I want to do this thing. Like, I want you to be a part of it. You know, it, I think you'd be perfect fit for like the role that I want you in all that good stuff, you know? And I was just like, man, like I was young. I was just getting out of college. And the first thing it's weird that Jonas talks about how like the first thing that he always knew was like, I was put on this world to do big things. Cause the first thing that I thought of when I graduated college was like, I, whoever gets me for that nine to five job is going to be one lucky guy. Like that's what I always thought about. And then Jonas was coming to me and I was bartending at the time. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to try it out. I called my brother-in-law who's a very successful businessman himself and was like, he's like, if it doesn't work, it's cause you didn't make it work. And I was like, well, I guess, you know, I'll just give it a try. So from day one, everything that you've told me, I've, 
you know, obviously I had to do it, mm-hmm. but like you've become like, I'd like to say my best friend to be honest with you, but like just as like a coach in general, like you've literally brought me from not being able to get out of bed to now, like, I don't think my brain shuts off either, to be yeah. honest with you. That's kind of how my brain works now. Like, I mean, we're on the phone at midnight talking about what we're going to do for the business, what the goal is for 10 years from now. And, yeah. you know, people are sitting next to me like, dude, what are you doing? You know what I mean? And yeah. just like, I, the biggest thing that I've done since I've started is like, I never get out of your ear. Like I'm always asking you questions and you're always there. Like you always answer them. Like anything I want to know, like I call you and I'm like, Hey, what's this? And you're like, you know, you don't think anything stupid is stupid as it may sound. Yeah. You've just been there with all the questions and names. But even outside of business, like, cause we have the model, like we know yeah. what we're doing. We're scaling fast. Yep. You know, we're opening a bunch of new markets, but outside of even the business realm, like how about like financially, uh, personal things? Like, what do you think? Like as far as like a coach yeah. as coaching wise? Well, as I kind of stated before, I was couldn't really get out of bed i was pretty lazy i wasn't really doing the right things but i always had that mindset like you know you have talked about and as far as from like a financial like my home life just me as a person like since i've you know he didn't even you know he's not like it wasn't a coach that was like you know you gotta you gotta stop drinking you gotta stop doing the bad things you know what i mean but like not only was he saying things that were helping me but like leading by example so like in the last like i've been sober now for just over a year and you know everybody likes to have a little fun in college, obviously, but you know, once you get out, you kind of get stuck in that rat race that everybody else is running. And, you know, I just was like leading by example from Jonas. I was like, wow, like look at what he's doing. You know what I mean? And then like calling you, asking you questions and stuff. And, you know, like you said, it's not really about the money, but we're all out here to make money yeah. at the end of the day, like financially, you know, <laughs> have I, you ever steered you wrong? No, never, never financially. I mean, when I, was in college i was making like four or five grand a summer and i was like well i'm living rich like i wasn't i was playing college soccer i was working you know i wasn't working in college actually i didn't work a lick other than in the summer and then you know when he came up and talked to me you know you're every every job wants to like spit numbers and like stuff like that but like you know through your coaching you've helped me achieve those numbers yes i had to do it but like you as a person just like how much you've pushed me and like changed my life like never in a million years two years ago if you just sat me down and said in two years you're gonna drive a brand new forerunner and just because you wanted to you're gonna go and buy your fiance a car and drive it home and surprise her with a brand new car if you'd have told me that i would have laughed right in your face honestly i would i probably would have thought it was hilarious but you know just goes to show like how much you like it gives me chills talking about it to be honest with you it just goes to show like how much you've truly changed my life and like you know i owe it to myself but i you know a lot of my success and is owed to you just because you you know without you i don't know if i would have done it to be honest with you yeah, so we've never talked about that so it's kind of cool to see that you're helping people and uh like i said we we have the model you know and i've been doing this for 12 years now and i i've literally paid hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars for coaching and i still do mm-hmm. um and it's just been one of the most important things of my life too like just learn from somebody that's been there and done it that can help you through you know the hard times and just show you physically what to do mm-hmm. like you know i was a person who just said hey if you just execute this you'll get you know this result I'm like oh i can do that because they showed me how to do it so they just show me how to do it and i go execute mm-hmm. that's just what you did so you know, for the people that are watching, like find someone out there, whether it's me or anyone else 
that'll just help you through these things and show you how to scale your business and to become successful. One, sure. Yeah. One thing that I also want to add to is just like, I always tell, I always tell my fiance, that's Lily. That's what I always tell her. I'm like, Jonas, like realistically, like you could just like drop everything and like, just be done. Like you could literally like at any point in time, like you could just be like, I'm done. But like, you're not, you're not doing it. You want to see other people succeed. You're not doing it for the money, like outside of the money, you know, the business model, it's all great and grand, but like how much you've changed my life and like my fiance's life, you know, my kid's life. Like I just had my first kid. So like seeing all that stuff is just like, that's why you're in it. Like, that's why you coach is to like, see other people do great and do great things that there's so much potential in the world. It's kind of stupid that, you know, yeah, it, like you see so much potential in people and yeah, you just and want it's just, it's, it. it's fun, you know, cause you see the young entrepreneurs that they want to do big things too. And they're, they're out there hustling and grinding and they want to, they want to achieve big things, but again, they just don't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. But like I said, just, you know, reach out to us. If you need help, we'll help you with any questions you have. We have our TikTok, we have our YouTube channels. We have, you can email us at info at pestcontrolmillionaire.com. Uh, with any questions you have, we can get you in the program. You know, we set you up weekly phone calls and coaching. Um, cost you a couple hundred bucks, but man, that couple hundred bucks that I couldn't afford back then is yeah. me millions of dollars today. Yeah. That's, you told me that story too, about, you know, the money that you were like, should I even do this coaching thing? And now it's the biggest thing that you've ever done in your entire life. Yeah. Cool. Well, I appreciate James for coming here and interviewing me. It's usually yeah. not the way this thing goes. <laughs> yeah, but, exactly. Uh, well, I guess I interview with all my questions that I call yeah. you with on a daily you basis. Do. 150 times. It's a little so. bit more formal. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for listening to this episode of Pest Control Millionaire. If you are not already subscribed, we would really like if you did that. And please leave us a glowing review on iTunes. For the first eight weeks that we have this show launched, we are going to give away a $50 Amazon gift card every week to a random person who gives us a nice review on iTunes. That's how important it is to us. Also, we want you to be involved with the show. Please send any questions you have about entrepreneurship, um, how to grow your business, anything about the service industry to info at pestcontrolmillionaire.com. We will answer them on the show. We have the best guests in the service industry, so why not get their take on your problems? Thanks for listening again, and we'll see you in the next one.